Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Big Blend travel and wine writer Hillary Larson is back on Big Blend Radio today, and she's joining us to talk about all the coastal delights of Deal, a classic British seaside town. Cool. That just makes me want to go right now. I know. Blackpool, Southport. <laughs> I know. We, we love England, and we love coastal England, and uh, there's something unique about it and historic, and she's going to tell us about that because I think there's smugglers involved. I love that. Julius Caesar. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> you never know. So yeah, there's all. He had a kill, and music involved. Uh, now, along with writing about her travels, Hillary is also a wine educator, a sommelier, I've been practicing that word, and the co-owner of Northwinds Wine Consulting in Southern California, in Temecula, everybody. Uh, Northwindswineconsulting.com is her website. You can also follow her on Twitter and Facebook under Northwinds Wine, and also on Instagram. And, of course, if you go to blendradioandtv.com, you can click on Hillary in our experts department. And when you click on her, you'll be able to see her articles and listen to her interviews, including uh, her recent article, All About Deal, is up there. So, Hillary, welcome back. How are you? I'm just fantastic. Thank you. And what a fantastic tune. I love Fisherman's Blues. It is a, a marvelous song, and it, you could not have picked a better thing. Well, Bravo. you know, Highland Highland Way, the band, is just down the road from you. They, yes. They're based out of, oh, he's out of, he's near Hodge Lake. Oh, I've got the name. I'm getting confused oh, with Louisiana. Oh, San Marcos. And, and there's Lake Oh, Hodge okay. Lake. Yes, that isn't that far away. Yeah. Yeah. He's just down the road, and they play, like, at the uh, San Diego Scottish Games that happens in Vista, and that's where we met them Yes, many years ago, and now we're all younger. We were trying to peek <laughs> under their kilt. Yes, we were, and asked them what was in their sporin, and apparently you don't do that. But anyhow, yeah, apparently that's <laughs> No, no, that, that's, no, no, that's a no, no. Well, anyway, but, uh, we won't fantastic. go there. I will check them out. See, yeah, always something to learn when you listen to Big Blend. Always. Oh, well, thank you. Well, you're, you're part of that because you're going to teach us about deal. And uh, everyone, Hillary's article is up on blendradioandtv.com, and there will be more. We'll be putting slideshows and video stuff up there soon about this because Nancy and I were going through your photos this morning going, this is super cool. I mean, this reminds me yeah. of even when we were in the Channel Islands. We stayed out there for a month after we left South Africa, and it was such a difference, those tiny, tiny roads that wind around. Mm-hmm. I know. It's mm-hmm. so weird. That's so- <laughs> So it really feels historic, but reading your article, you were saying at one point those little alleyways and all that kind of was like the, it was like seedy England at one point, way oh, back in history. Oh, yes, ex- extremely. It was looked down upon, and it was just a, a den of iniquity, really, filled with smugglers and, uh, cool. uh, you know, rep- reprobates and people you would not want to associate with. And uh, everything that goes along with the smuggling, you know, the the ladies of ill repute and public houses and, oh, it's just terrible. And also filled with the British Navy. (laughs) So 
So where where is it in England when people think about going here? Where where are you? Like where well, were you? Most Hillary? people yeah. are familiar <laughs> with the the location of Dover, right? Dover is uh on the English Channel on the southeast coast of England, Dover and Folkestone. And Dover is the the closest geographical point to France which was one reason it became very important. And a lot of people go there because they have this huge uh, castle, Dover Castle, that's run by the National mm-hmm. Trust. And, and Dover and Folkestone is where the ferries used to go well, and still go uh, over to the continent. So if you travel about eight miles north of Dover, up along the coast, the, sea, the English Channel coast, you'll come to Deal. So it's very easy to reach. They've started a. They've always had uh, trains there since Victorian times, but they started a, a high-speed uh, rail, so you can travel there from St Pancras Station in London uh, to Deal in about 90 minutes. So wow. it's made it much yeah. more accessible. So they're getting a lot more people visiting from from London who want to get away from the weekend, mm. but have maybe you know done uh, the the sort of south coast places and they they want to go uh somewhere a little different and uh mm. deal certainly offers something a little different it's just it's so authentic the people are probably the friendliest and nicest people i think i have ever come across as i've traveled mm. it was wow. absolutely amazing it made you feel right mm. at home we made all kinds of friends and there's music everywhere and I mean, I fell in love. I think you could probably tell. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is and, – and reading your article, I'm like, this is so – because there's, you could – number one, again, I mean, we, we talked about this last time you were on the show when you did the history of wine of Temecula and everyone. That's on nationalparktraveling.com. And the way you put history together, it's it just – Suddenly you want to see every little part of history when you go somewhere. It's like, I, I want to go because of the history of this place. I mean, I just, and then looking at the photos and all the architecture and even the doorknobs, and it's like, this is so cool. Because, I mean, you're, this is going all the way back to what, the, the 10, 1086? I mean, oh, 55 AD was way, way back. This is old. Oh, it goes way, way back. When Julius Caesar first mm landed in Britain to conquer Britain in 55 yeah. A.D., he set foot on England just south. There's a little town that butts right up against uh, Deal. It's called Walmer. And, it's, yeah. and, that, and he landed there. So that's going back a, wow. a fair piece, I would say, 55 yeah. A.D. Yeah. Yes. And then it was in, mentioned in the Doomsday Book, which was 1086. You know the, the first big sort of census mm. of of England, and Doomsday. then uh, <laughs> it really came to came to fame when it was chosen as what they called a there there was an five cities on the the English Channel coast that were called the uh, Sank Port the five ports uh, because they were used for for trade and also defense because they were so close to France and the continent. Mm-hmm. And then they had little sort of outpost, smaller towns, and Deal was selected as one of those towns or a limb town back in 1278. So its history of seafarers and trade and import and, of course, with that wow. goes smuggling. Pirate. Uh, it goes <laughs> way, way back. Uh, yes, R. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love, love this, but, but also Walmer, because I was looking at the map of it as we were talking, mm-hmm. and you know, Nancy and I used to live in Walmer in I uh, South Africa. That. Oh, this is spooky. 
Yeah, in yeah. Port, it was in Port Elizabeth, South Africa, which is you know has its own bay and. But and then that was of, named for because the British named it. Yeah, I mean we had Ramsgate, Margate. I mean everything yes, was named after yes. the Brits at, at that point, and, and it's changed now. Yes. And and now I don't know how to say half the things, but I'm getting there. <laughs> you know, but it's but Walmart mm. was Walmart Park and and mm-hmm. yep, it 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 was really it was a cool neighborhood too to People be in. People carry their history when they name yeah. streets and towns. It's amazing. Yeah, and so like I never, as a kid, never put the connection back to Walmart yeah. until your article, and then going on the map, I'm going look as she's talking. Our home was in, it moved from Africa back to England. <laughs> but, but that is, well, you see, the world is a funny place. It's not really that big, is it? Especially when you travel. No, you realize how small no. it really can be. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I want to know how you discovered Deal. Yeah. Well, well that was one of those that. strange things. As you know, I knew. Uh, <laughs> I, my husband and I, I sound like the queen, my husband and I uh, are both <laughs> great music lovers. And one of our favorite bands is a British group uh, called Straubs, S-T-R-A-W-B-S, mm-hmm. like short for strawberries. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have gone to see them in various locations in Canada and, and in the U.S., and we always thought it would be really, really fun to see them on their home turf. So on New Year's Eve, we're having some champagne, and we get out the laptop, and we go to their website, and we look at their tour schedule, and we see that they're doing a shows in England in uh, the spring. And we had already planned that we were going to be going to France uh, for two, three weeks in the in the springtime. So we thought, well, why don't we just go see them there? So we thought, well, they're in Deal, and one of oh the fellows, God. Dave Cousins, that's his home home base is Deal. Oh, even better, let's go. We knew nothing about it. So we booked our tickets and arranged all of our vacation plans around this concert date, and they performed oh in a very small uh, uh, Victorian theater called the Astor. And uh, we went there, and when we'd run across people in town, and they go, oh, my, what, what brought you here? We don't get a lot of visitors from North America. And we'd say, oh, we came to see Straubs. And almost everybody knew, knew somebody in the band or knew Dave Cousins or knew somebody that did. And we met the, the fellow who uh, did all their album cover art for many years. Cool. He has a wine bar in town now. Uh, and <laughs> right it, it was just everybody was just thrilled that we had come and that that was the connection and it just reinforced what a musical destination deal is there's music in every Mm. pub all during the week especially of course on on weekends and uh it's there's lots of musicians that that live there and artists and it's just a an amazing wonderful uh exhilarating place to visit do you find the British pubs different than, say, going to a bar in America? Oh yes, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're just. I, I mean, there's it. pubs and there's pubs, right? I mean, there's a yeah. whole selection. There are some pubs that are um, owned by uh, breweries, and uh, some of them are very modern uh, and mm-hmm. have you know fabulous restaurants and. Uh, there's that kind of pub, and then there's also some that we came across in Deal, for example, like uh, the Ship Inn, which goes back to the, I think around 1730 something, uh, and it's on Middle Street in the 
the Heritage Preservation Area. And it's really small. Uh, you know, people talk to you. You'll sit down and you order a drink, mm-hmm. and they're sort of a little little leery at first. They can hear you sound a little different. And, yeah. and then they sort of suss you out, and they strike up a conversation, and the next thing you know, they're telling you the stories of their lives. It's, it's just, mm-hmm. I think, a more intimate thing. And people go to the pub as more of a social experience. Whereas right. a lot of sort of what we call pubs here or bars, um, they're not quite like that. They're not part of everybody's daily routine. You know, people don't go in just to have a quick drink and say hi to their friends on the way home from work like they'll do yeah. in England. You know? It's totally different. And it really is. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, uh, to me it's very warm. And I love yeah. it. I remember also the pubs being attached to, to um, churches, too. Or they just mm-hmm. had the pub in the church. I can't remember, but it was like, as a kid, I was a kid at this no, point. No, they went to church in the pub. Yeah. And I, I remember, I remember the last all, time we were in England. They are places was, of worship for some, yes. It's been over 20 years since we've been in England, and, and I remember when we left South Africa and got to England, we're like, and I was 18, and I was like, I was 18 go, going on 19, yeah. or 19, but I was like, America. When, it changed when you I found out the that international you're not allowed. Yeah, I line. found out you're not allowed to drink in this country. And I, you yeah. know, South Africa is like England and and stuff, and it's kind of a family dinner. Everyone has wine, you know. And mm-hmm. when we got to the, this country on the plane, I wanted wine because there was a screaming kid next to me, and the girl next to me was like, "Well, if I'd known, I would have given you my wine." And I'm like, "What?" And because. I found out there that I wasn't allowed to, but in England I was like, oh, I can. She yeah, got I can in have trouble because she tried to order wine from the stewardess who gave her a lecture. I know. And I was like, oh, underage. I know. <laughs> I was like, what? And, and, and she's like, what kind of accent is that anyway? And I'm like, well, anyway, bite me. But anyhow, <laughs> going to England, I remember in England getting all excited because now I was an adult, you know, and we weren't mm-hmm. there that long. But going into Two some years. of those pubs and everything just as an, an adult was a little different, but it's very very warm. South Africa is like that in some of the pub areas that I remember. Mm-hmm. It's very family. I mean, kids could be running around and everybody's yep. got their eyes on them. You know, it's kind of this different thing where it is part of the community almost, yes. I would say. I yeah. mean, everybody and knows everybody and they watch out for your kids. And, yeah. And, yeah. Our and they watch out and, the, you know, people yeah. that are maybe uh, seniors and they go to the pub and they've been going to the same local mm-hmm. for, for years and years. And it's it's sort of a nice sort of social safety net because people watch out for them. And like you say, they yeah. watch out for each other. It's it's a community. And yeah. I think that's probably the, the biggest difference. And that's probably why it feels so warm, you know. I love it because I remember sitting in a pub where one guy goes, Oi, Ralph, your pig's in my lawn. <laughs> 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 there's all kinds of weird things that can happen and fun stuff, but but I was going to say so there's a wine bar, so you managed to get some wine out there because you know it's so funny whenever you think of England or anywhere over in the British Isles, you immediately think of Guinness and beer, but where when, when do you think about wine? But there's a wine bar, so I know you're going to find that, and then you find the cover art artist, you know. So this is cool. So is there a lot of wine over there? That's what is important. Did you have well, good quality Well, actually, there's some wine? wineries nearby. And on the train hmm. from London to Deal, we actually uh, noticed some new vineyards had been planted. So the wow. wine industry and wine appreciation, I mean, the Brits have been buying wine from Europe since forever, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, yes, sure. of course, we found wine bars. Uh, we found a couple. We found uh, one called Der Bar, which 
it's B A R with the A has an umlaut, which and their logo is a bear because that's the German mm. word for bear. It's kind of cute. Mm. Really cozy, rustic, um, nice selection of wines, and of course you can get beer there as well. And uh, then down the street, there. Oh, then there was another place we didn't get into because it was always so full called Bloody Mary's which I thought oh, was I great, go. like Mary Stewart, Bloody Marys, and the uh, yeah. lighting outside was red. <laughs> oh, right on. So there's a lot I of humor, it. of course. Bloody Mary's uh, and then there was another uh, terrific wine bar called uh, La Penardière, which is the French word for uh, wine merchant. And it's mm. a really cozy little place. It's a, a long, narrow shop front, and they have these sort of um, wooden rustic wooden tables long wooden tables and you go and you uh they have you can buy bottles of wine they're almost all organic or biodynamic which is kind of interesting uh from all over the world and uh you go to the back and you can order a small glass a large glass or a bottle and then you just plunk yourself down at one of these benches, and it's really super because you strike up conversations with people, uh, especially as it gets busy, as the uh, music entertainment starts and nice. uh, in the early evening around 5, 6 o'clock. And uh, it's, you know, it's, it's so small you're almost sitting right in the lap of the guitarist <laughs> <laughs> the, the band all right it's really cozy foreign. and yeah. uh and yeah and oh. you just meet the most wonderful people we were we met some uh folks that uh, invited us for dinner at their house uh, <laughs> and offered to take nice. us up to one of the local wineries uh and everything cool. uh, we couldn't make it but we got a rain check for next time and uh we oh, met here some the other next time already who, coming in mm. yeah yes. <laughs> And we met some other people who had up an organization that I had learned about when I was researching Deal. And you would love this. It's a an organization called Deal With It. And it started oh, like out, it. they just did things like uh, groups that would get together to pick up uh, debris and rubbish on the local beaches. And now oh, they nice. do things like they plant little gardens around town. And they oh, started God, like growing hops. And now they've got they've it's oh, for charity right. and they've uh worked with a local brewery and they've made a special beer that they're selling as a fundraiser. So awesome. it's the the community spirit there is oh. just fabulous. That's cool. See that that's real travel to me is when you get yeah. in, into the community and and get to understand the, the backbone of it, the history mm-hmm. of it certainly. Because then yeah. you know where where everyone's coming from, and you know, and, and I think whenever you're in a coastal town like that, there's always cool history because it's it's a port of entry. People come in and out, and mm, yeah. Yeah, especially when there's smugglers involved. I mean, I, we yeah. love that. You know, that's that's a good stuff. We yeah. like dark alleyways but, and smuggling. But it seems like the community <laughs> yeah. spirit there has been. And Nancy, both going through your article, both realize like the community spirit has been there for generations. Because yes. they kept fighting for their buildings. So this mm-hmm. is something they that's did. probably that. rubbed off till today. Yeah, and, you know, it was interesting because I started, I, I knew that um, because the middle street, when you go to deal, there's the seafront, and that's called Beach Street. And then there's uh, Middle Street because it's between Beach Street and the High Street, which is the main shopping street. And... Uh, after World War II, you know, there had been, of course, they had suffered some bombing being on the coast. Mm-hmm. It was rather hard not to mm-hmm. be 
bombed. Uh, and a lot of those buildings, I mean, let's face it, if they were built in the early 1700s, they didn't have indoor plumbing. They didn't have hot and cold running water. They were not up to, quote, modern standards. And uh, so uh, the government, in their infinite wisdom, thought it would be best to just tear these places down. And so many people came to the rescue of Deal. And at that time, it was mostly through writing to the newspapers and bringing awareness that you know this was going to happen and we needed to preserve it because it was so intrinsically tied to this, you know, as we said, to ancient Roman invasion, to mm. uh, the Tudor castles and the Port and uh, just the, the naval heritage alone. I mean, this was a mm. place where Lord Nelson holed up for a while and, mm. ta- and, and Captain Cook, when he returned from his first voyage to cool. Australia, uh, when he returned, he came back to deal. So, you know, even on the side, it was also a lot of very, very important uh, naval history. And so people like Noel Coward, the very famous mm. humorist and composer and writer, he lived in um, a little town just south of Deal called St. Margaret on Cliff. And, uh, mm. But he and his friends used to come up to Deal to go to the movies, to the cinema. So he became one of the spokespeople. Um, John Ireland, mm. one of the foremost British sort of new wave composers of the time, he came to their rescue. And, and a host of other very notable people and scholars of Georgian architecture and uh, British preservation came to their rescue, and they were able to keep the area from the wrecking ball and get some funds to to fix the area up and bring it more. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. We're up to, to code, shall we speak. Oh, that's yeah. nice. And then that it was safe until the 60s. Yeah, and oh. then they went through it all over again because they wanted to rip it all down and put in, you know, modern tower, uh, apartment no. towers and no. uh, big civic centers and, and all this. And no. they they rebelled <laughs> once again, and then they got the area listed as a, uh, a heritage area, and it was the first one in, in Kent. And uh, it, thank goodness they did, and that's why we can go now and you walk down those streets, especially at night when the fog's rolling in, and, you know, people have preserved the old gas, but now mm-hmm. they have, you know, probably LED or something in there. <laughs> but yeah. you walk down there, and there's no cars when you walk down Middle Street, and it's just, it's fabulous. You think you're right back there, you know. 
that's see, and that's what you travel for. Yeah. yeah. You know, and everybody wants to make everything new, shiny, stainless yeah. steel. Then there's no point you, in traveling. There's no cause sense of place. There, there's no yeah, because when we're in Lingeland, yeah. like I always feel like Beatrix Potter and and Oliver Twist. Oh, yeah, you know, there's, <laughs> well, there's so much history in England. It's so steeped in that. I love it. I mean, to me, it's just so fascinating because it, the history just goes back so far, mm, and yes. it's and it's been documented. You know, yeah. um, from our side, we're we're looking at here in, in America and in even Canada, your your territory there too. Mm-hmm. You know, our history goes when we all arrived here, and then, you know, obviously the Spanish and the Mexican side, but really our history of people is going to be our indigenous friends, you know, our Native Americans who right. mm-hmm. who really, they were oral storytellers. And mm-hmm. so, you know, not much documented as much as, it, well, we'll find them in pictographs and pottery shards and things like that and cliff dwellings, but it's really hard to get that ancient, ancient history. But in England, yeah. you know, in Europe, it's just so in your face, like, wow, this is like, yeah. this is way back when. I mean, how cool would it be to live in one of those old buildings? We lived in a few old buildings yeah, in England, did. and it's cool. It's way it's cool. It's really yeah. cool, but I mean, when I was looking at Deal, I'm like, we didn't stay in like that kind of old building. No. That was no. cool. Well, they take old build, they take old estates in England and divide them up yeah. into apartments, and it's mm-hmm. so neat because your apartment has mm-hmm. character, not like... Little, you know, little boxes, boxes on the hillside. hillside. You know? Yeah. Well, we rented, well, we stayed there. We were only there for about five days. So we rented mm. an Airbnb. Mm. And it was in uh, this, well, not it wasn't a Georgian building, but it was a Victorian building called Lloyd Court. Mm. And yeah. it was originally built, I think, as a, a boys' school. But, you know, and it's seen many transitions as a boys' school and a hospital and all these different things. And then in the, I think it was in the 60s, they turned it into flats. And mm. so it has all, you know, these remnants of the old old floors, Victorian floors mm-hmm. and and the staircases and and all Crown these flats molding. are different shapes and sizes and it it, it was wonderful. It was a great experience. Mm. Very it's cool. Awesome. You also I have to I have to touch on this because you're talking about the music there, right? Being such a cool music destination and that's yeah. what got you there in the first place. But I I have a thing about old record stores and apparently you found a very cool old record store. That's so Smuggler's cool. Records. Now I want to go I just because it. of yes. that. Yeah, it's Smuggler's Records, and it on I think it's on King Street, and it's again in one of these old Georgian Victorian mm. late late Georgian I think early Victorian buildings, and it's run by this young couple, and uh, they he's a, they're both musicians, and they uh, they pl- have their own bands, and their friends have their own bands, but they have this small little record store, and they sell used records and old records and also wow. new vinyl, new pressings. Nice. They had a whole bunch of cool stuff in for record day last month. And wow. uh, they just started serving, uh, they have got a great new espresso machine. So you can get an espresso and uh, a nice homemade cake to take a break, you know, while you're thumbing through all the records. And uh, and then they just oh, got their alcohol license so now you can get a get a pint while you peruse so do you have a way so to listen all very to the music? civilized that's do you very get to cool. listen to, do, you have, do you have any listening like chambers the record booth yeah no listening chambers old. no but they do you they, go because they're so involved in the music scene they have uh musicians come and play in the store 
Uh, and so you, they'll have little music evenings or afternoons. And they also know everything that's going on in Deal, who's playing at what pubs and what dates. And so they're just a font of information. Oh, That's my gosh. So I love cool. this. It's like Empire Records, man. Yeah. Strikes again. In deal, yeah. England. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Sorry. I get all, like, crazy about record stores because, you know, there, there's – and you know what? I, I know that, you know, when you go and, oh, go in the listening booth and hear it, mm. you know, and I, I love it that you get to have coffee and cake, and that, that, that's cool, you know, but there's this thing – to me, where you've got to learn up a little bit about a band, but take that chance on the what does that because you talked about you know the guy that does the artwork for the Straubs, and mm-hmm. that's how I, I think now it's, uh, we interview so many musicians and we talk about this like what's going on on the album, and we're actually finding a lot of musicians doing their own artwork because some of them are artists, but uh-huh. there is something about looking picking up a record, not knowing anything, oh, and reading the liner notes, mm-hmm. looking at the album cover. And just getting that vibe and taking that chance, you know, and it's like yeah. it's it's like heaven when it works out, man. It's, there's nothing like old school days of sitting with a glass of wine and some delights and uh, listening to music. <laughs> uh, well, that's what happens at you know Shay Larson every Friday night, <laughs> thanks to my <laughs> husband's vinyl addiction, you know. So uh, we yeah we just spin some vinyl and have some wine and. Uh, a big apparel time, and we're all set. Well, you're, yeah. that's what we do. We're doing YouTube, though, because my vinyl was, I had a wonderful vinyl collection. I mean, I had, know, dude. And, you know, when you move Don't countries, even. you end up giving it, I gave it to a very cool person who mm. is so into it. But, I mean, I got into music in South mm. Africa in this record-swapping club. Of like, mm. I got into, I've always been in music, but in collecting, and, mm-hmm. you know, it was just mm. this, it was this, Thing where people it was like like a book club of vinyl collectors like yeah you'd have these deep conversations about like everything you know now i just want I'm so glad to see vinyl on the rise and everything and uh, oh but most yeah definitely man, man so so we'll we'll have a music off tonight between <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just we, we look at all these like music videos and we just take a chance on any name we'll t- pick a word and then we take the letter, first letter of the word, and Lisa picks a band that starts with A or a song. I will pick up some. And then, or, and then I'll have my chance. And sometimes you just really can't think of one that you know. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So you just pick any name, and whatever happens, we've been pleasantly. The, the so, word. The first word. So when you see wins. weird stuff on my Facebook page uh, <laughs> on Friday nights, everybody, you know we're having Now we know why. Yeah, I know why. Go, I mean, it's there. It's true. And I sometimes mean, it happens on Sundays, too. Just it's called the after-hour radio show yeah. playtime. Play well, but, okay, I want to go back go back to this <laughs> Eat, Drink, Be Merry theme of Deal, because yeah. now let's talk about this happy half hour. Where is this? You were at the, um, <laughs> this is at the Ship Inn. And uh, we were, as I mentioned, you know, so great you sit there and you strike up conversations with the locals and we were chatting with this one gentleman and he said now I, I personally I can't remember the time I think it's 5:30 well we'll, we'll say 5:30 for the sake of conversation and he um he saw this fellow walk in with this little dog this scrappy little dog very cute and he said that's poppy and when you we have a thing here at this ship called the Happy Half Hour. It used to be the 
happy hour where they would give people half price off anything. But people went, of course, they took advantage, and they'd come up to the bar and order three bottles of wine and six pints. And so they changed it to the happy half hour. And uh, you have to have already finished your drink. Your glass has to be empty or almost empty before you can order your next thing at half off. (laughs) And it's called the happy half hour. And when they ring the last call bell to signal last call for the happy half hour, Poppy always barks. She goes quite crazy and bounces around and barks. So this is the little, so if you go into the ship in, go around and ask and find out what time the happy half hour is. And honest to goodness, people just start streaming in. They start coming in and they go out into the back garden, even when it's cold. (laughs) And uh, everybody enjoys the happy half hour and some of us stay on a little longer. You know, don't even, Nancy, I know where you're going with that. Don't even, she's looking at me, and I know she's going to say something that you've got to behave yourself on Big Land Radio. All right. I know what you're thinking. I know exactly what you're thinking. Uh-huh. Anyway, no, but that's, I like the happy half hour. But, I, you know, you know our radio shows always extend over time, and never have we ever been able to pull off a true one-hour happy hour. And we I say, know. okay, everybody, you're going to be on for 90 minutes three hours later. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, happy hour went over nobody with a bell. I know. We need a bell. But, okay, so, so deal. I already know you're going to go back there, so we're excited about Definitely. that. We can hear that. Um, food. Like, what was the food oh. like? Because this is the deal. When Glenn comes on our shows from Norfolk Tours, he always talks about food. And I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the whole field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. Like This is amazing, and, and we have had good food, but there is that, that thought pattern of having boiled potatoes and things like that people kind of have this yes, idea mushy peas, mushy okay. peas yeah. <laughs> i like parched peas myself parched peas are really really good but people have an idea of it but there is some really good food in england did you have the good food experience yes we had excellent food experience you know of course there's classic fish and chips but mm-hmm. you know you can get there there are places like there's a place called middle street fish bar and they are only open as long as there are fresh fish that just came off the sea that day lasts. Wow. And then, wow. It, then they close. Uh, there's fabulous hmm. Indian restaurants. Um, you know, mm. you, you can't go to England and not have Indian mm. food. Uh, there's also, you know, a lot of, uh, well, several restaurants that have taken sort of a modern twist, you know, that British, classic mm-hmm. British cuisine, like... Um, uh, lamb and and the Sunday beef roast mm. and roast potatoes yeah. and vegetables and taking those Your classic components yes and but given mm. them a sort of farm to table more modern city twist and uh, we had absolutely delicious food we went to quite a few places 
Uh, we had takeaway pizza one night, and it was really good, too. <laughs> wow. So there's a little cool. bit of everything. And then my husband had never, he'd always heard about this thing called the full English, the full English breakfast, but oh, he'd yeah. never mm-hmm. had one. So I heard about this little restaurant that's deal has this wonderful pier that was built in 1957, and it's concrete and it goes right out into the channel well it was while we were there cool and windy so on our last full day finally the wind died down and we walked out onto the pier and we went to this little restaurant so you're sitting basically in the middle of the english channel (laughs) and he got his full english breakfast now you know what a full english is right ladies Mm -hmm. Yes. yes Yeah. Go ahead. So, do I need to explain it, or do you think everybody? Go, think go ahead. Should, I mean, yeah. I I just want to know if there was tripe involved in this one, because oh, I mean, it no. kind of differs goodness, from what no. I know. The, the the basic full English is an egg, usually fried mm-hmm. sunny side yeah. up, uh, yeah. baked beans like beans and mm-hmm. tomato sauce, uh, mm-hmm. a fried or grilled tomato, slice mm-hmm. or half, uh, and a rasher of bacon, which is kind of like back bacon and mm-hmm. uh because they also have streaky bacon which is more like what north americans think of as yeah. bacon, but a rasher of bacon and sausage and mm-hmm. toast and it mm-hmm. was perfection mm-hmm. mashed down there with is multiple th- cups of tea it's really good if you know is is it's it's good hangover food almost definitely not that i know anything with, about that well, no but, um, no but you've heard people talk about it i'm sure yeah oh sure you know but it, it's it, in england i you know there's some that the sausage is tripe and things like that or you can get black pudding which is oh, yeah. you know yeah. we're going into all that good stuff but it's true it's, i haven't heard streaky bacon for years and yeah. in south streaky africa bacon. we called it that streaky too bacon, yeah. yeah so now mm-hmm. you took me back boom That's so <laughs> and baked beans i haven't had baked beans proper for a long time and yeah. I will do proper anything good. like proper baked beans, <laughs> like really good. Like there's there's baked beans that are just it there's it there's you can't you've got to go to England or South Africa or somewhere with that kind of thing and marmite. I I'm dying for oh. marmite. I can't <laughs> stand it. I I, I, know, I miss I've never my been marmite. A marmite. No, I've never been a marmite person. I know that you either know, love okay. it or you hate it. Yeah, but it is the recipe for hangover. There we go. We, sure. We've got hangover cures. Yeah. Well, when you live in England and South Africa, things happen. You know, <laughs> you have a lot of fun over there. Not saying yeah. we don't have fun in this country too, but we, you know, we had a lot of fun over there, and it was when yeah, I was we younger. Did. And curry houses were really cool. Mm-hmm. You'd have curry bunnies. I don't do curry <laughs> bunnies. It's like a you take out like a it's big a, piece of bread and you. Shove curry in the center. It's so good. It's a it's like sourdough, a round sourdough loaf. It's not sourdough, though, but it's <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, and it's then like you, you pull out the, the sometimes center. it's French bread, and mm-hmm. but it's round, and you pull out the center, and then you can put your you curry, know, bunny. curry in there. You can put chili oh, okay. in there with cheese on top. It's really it was, good. A lot of it, <laughs> we mm-hmm. ate that. It's like in surfing communities. It was surfer chow. <laughs> <laughs> They'd call it bunny chow, curry bunnies, bunny chow. Munching. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad I was able to rekindle your marvelous food memories. I know. It's like, like I'm, I'm hungry now. But okay, so you know we've got our one-hour walk. Can thing. I ask one quick okay. question first? You do. What is yeah. bio, what, you mentioned biodynamic wine. What what is that exactly? Bio. That oh well, in a nutshell, biodynamic wine. And I'm going to be talking about this in a future. Mm-hmm. 
uh, article yes. for Big oh, Blend. Okay. But in, in okay. just a, a short, know. concise little snippet, biodynamic wines are wines that are made under the very, very strict process and procedures that are, were dictated by, uh, in the 1920s, a gentleman named Rudolf Steiner. And it's uh, a way of making wine that is tied to the movement of the planets and, mm. of course, of the moon. Huh. Uh, and it's a very sort of almost hmm. holistic, homeopathic way of making wines. Mm. Wow. Interesting. So it's it's cool. It's okay. it's it, and there's farming like that It is like very that too. very That's interesting. Fun. It's somewhat controversial. A lot of people think it's just a bunch of voodoo hoodoo nonsense, and it's Sounds all bunk. A then lot I'm of people swear uh, by it. <laughs> Some so, but yeah, definitely. So uh, there's a little teaser to pique your curiosity for a future that uh, is coming up. Chat. That is coming up. Oh. It's coming up soon. Everybody will be talking about that um, with Hillary. And okay, so um, you know the one-hour walk that you know I'm into this, where we're going to get everybody outside, take at least one hour walk a week, right? Oh, definitely. Hashtag one-hour walk on social media. One spelled out. Um, when you were there in Deal, I noticed that there's a little trail that you mentioned in your article, the Blue Plaque Trail. Would that make a good one-hour walk? Yeah, actually, there's. A, I found a website. I should send it to you, and it was about walks from Deal. And you can walk all the way to Dover. You can walk all the way up to uh, Sandwich, the town of Sandwich, north of Deal, and all the way up the coast. So you can take small walks, or you can take full-day hikes, and then you can get on the train and go back it's there's all sorts of them and they all go right by the sea and up on the the hilltops overlooking the sea on top of the white cliffs of dover and oh my uh, it'd be a fabulous place yes if you're looking for a walk or you know just walk through the town i certainly put in at least an hour just walking up and down the little streets and taking my photos and Everywhere you looked, cool. there was something that caught your eye and got your imagination going. Now, if you were to walk with anybody in the world of music, who would it be? If you were going to take them to the such a musical place. This. I, know, no. I know you're going to go. Is it going to be Pink Floyd's backup singer? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, actually, I was thinking, I almost did a Pink Floydy thing, but I, I refrained. And I was gave it some thought because I heard you ask Jan, so I thought, oh, I bet they're going to ask me too. And mm-hmm. I would like to have a walk through Clarksdale, Mississippi, oh. with some famous blues musician like Howlin' Wolf or Muddy yes. Waters or yeah, like that. Waters. Yeah, wow. I think that's, that's what I would like to do for a one-hour walk. I would, I would, mm-hmm. I, I just, I want to be on a boat. <laughs> for my one hour walk with them. Walk you know, around the boat. Well you know what? I there's this have you seen John John Lee Hooker and Van Morrison out in the swamps playing music together? No, but I can just imagine. Oh my gosh. Well John Lee Hooker did this album where he like had all these different people on and I love when they do that kind of music when they bring all the like mm. uh Santana, Carla Santana mm. and John Lee Hooker. I mean it's just and Van Morrison wow. and the, it's you know, music all these, night. I know that it's coming. Means it's coming. You're going to get mailed on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. But um, look that up because it's it's so cool, you know. It and yeah, Clarksdale. I know where you're going next. I can see this. Well, yeah. we're trying. It's it's on the to do list. So uh, we'll see how yeah. things pan out. But it will next definitely you know, get she, done. I see a whole book on music history f- through Hillary's travel. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I like it. 
I yeah. love it. Good Music stuff. travel. Yeah, I like it. Way road cool. trip. <laughs> road trip. Yeah. Hillary, <laughs> thank you so much. Always so much fun having you on the show. It Everyone, is. her article will be featured in the summer issue of Big Blend Radio and TV magazine, but you can go check it out now if you want to go to blendradioandtv.com. Just go see Hillary in the expert department. Click on her, and you'll see her articles and also her past interviews. And also keep up with her at northwindswineconsulting.com. She's on Twitter at northwindswine and Facebook as well. Thanks so much, Hillary. Happy Friday. Enjoy your music tonight. Thank you, and it's been fun as always, ladies, and have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next month. All right. Talk soon. Thanks. Cheers. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable.